Welcome back to the Snack Bar Podcast. Woo! We're here for Welcome. a very uh, special episode this week. We're going to be reviewing, instead of just a manga, we're going to be doing a manga and a movie. And a movie. We're trying out this oh, uh, yeah. We're trying out this new thing where we do two episodes a week. One will come out on Tuesday, one will come out on Friday. Yes. And typically, we're going to do probably, maybe not as much as we're doing in this episode. Let's see how it goes. Uh, you know, an extra like either movie or maybe a manga that we're talking about, or even like shit that we just want to talk about that we didn't have time to talk about in the regular episode. Exactly. Yeah. Just, just a little extra. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I'm Justin, by the way. Um, Chris, by the way. And <laughs> so today we're gonna start with um the manga called Look Back by Tatsuki Fujimoto. Considered a special one shot. Yeah. Just saying, it's pretty guys. long. It's pretty long. And, yeah. It's and like I guess one. Hundred, it was, it's like one. 42 i see yeah so. and i guess because it was put on uh, the website and, j- and jump plus that's why they it's like super special but um i think this is going to come out this year in english in like the middle of the summer they're going to be a volume version of it i'm gonna get it but I'm gonna for get now it. <laughs> it was released last year in japan on july 19th 2021 it's great all right let's, let's get right into the story let's do it let's go L- let's get into it look back by Tats- tatsuki fujimoto our favorite and you know he also has other works such as like fire punch and chainsaw just yeah something like uh chainsaw man we, we've never heard of it <laughs> never <laughs> what is that longer <laughs> but yeah so we we open up and we're in like a school essentially and the teacher's passing out the week's school newspaper and all all, all the kids are passing it out everyone's like laughing having a great time mm-hmm. and one of our characters is like this art is so good fujino your four pa- your four panel manga strip were really funny again so we're in, in, introduced to our like main character of, of the story that we're like cent, cent, centering on. She's a little girl. She has um she has like one of those like long sleeves under a short sleeve shirt. You yeah, know? she's kind of cool. Honestly. The cool yeah. style in like two thousand eight. I'm into her. Yeah, she's, and, she's uh, cool. Yeah, she seems she seems pretty cool. She seems like somebody. If I was in middle school I, or fourth grade, or whatever, I'd be like, oh my god, could we be friends? Could you draw too? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like her her mangas are basically just like. There, it's like a four panel, like Garfield, like we were talking about before. Garfield. Exactly, yeah. Um, it's like a person co- covered in blood, <laughs> and it says, "Kiss me again when we're reborn." And in like a square box, it says, "Both about to die after an accident." And this guy says, "I promise." And then they both kiss. And then there's 20 years later. I was reincarnated. Where are you, my lover? And then uh-huh. the last one is the Earth, and then a meteor with kissy lips coming towards the Earth. She's funny, honestly. Yeah, funny. she's a good sense of good, and it's good sense first of humor. Kiss. Yeah, exactly, and we're intru- we're introduced to her, and like she kind of has like a, a, a little bit of like you know a little bit of cockiness. Like she's like, oh, those actually, I was kind of busy this week, so I made them in five mi- minutes. Oh, they turn out pretty good for not even trying, if I say so myself. I mean, I agree with her. She also, um, <laughs> her name is Fujino, so you obviously like draw like the parallel between her and like uh, Fujimoto. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they they call people by their last names, obviously a lot in Japan. So I think that that's just her last name. It is her last name. Yeah, I, I think her um her first name is uh, KYO it's like koi kia kia like that yeah, yeah so, exactly yeah um and she looks a lot like the bomb devil from chainsaw man but just as like a little kid yeah if you're, um, if you're not reading yes yeah, i know all of his female characters like have like a look and you're and you like probably like know what they they look like but yeah just, she like, looks like kobeni not nervous you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah kind of so yeah it's funny like everyone you know they're just talking discussing you know they want her stuff really bad and then basically her um teacher calls her in and so I was talking to her, and she's like, the school's manga, you know, the school's paper m- a manga s- slots, would you mind turning one over to 
Kiyomoto. So Kiyomoto is our like second one of our second characters in uh, our story right here. Yeah, but also um, she she also has this attitude like she doesn't want to be a manga artist mm-hmm. and like she'd rather do anything else. Yeah, like she's so. kind of like not really sure, but it's like it's like yeah, like it's complicated exactly. And yeah, she he asked her to send to turn one of the manga slots over to Kimoto because I guess there's more than one, you know, like she must do multiple ones every day or whatever or every week. Yeah, it's like they do it like every week, and um the other character, Kimoto, like she's also part, like coming out with them mm-hmm. like side by side. Yeah, she wants so. to draw a part of it. Yeah, exactly, and so yeah, she you know she's basically like. What Justin's saying, like she's basically going through that, and she writes more, and she's basically noticing how like Kiyomoto, like her panels are like super detailed, and like yeah, like also you, like yeah, not I'm sorry, but no, yeah, um, when they talk about Kiyomoto, they first explain that like she's a person that doesn't come to school, so mm-hmm. like uh, he she it says um, this teacher says the kid can't come to school but wants to try drawing manga, so it's like that's where the sympathy comes for, and then she. Did you get a little look at her attitude here where she says it's hard for amateurs to draw decent, though? I have to wonder, can a scaredy cat who can't even come to school really handle drawing manga? And it's like that's her attitude throughout, like, the whole thing in a weird way. Yeah, which is really you know? cool, yeah. So She's like, like you're saying, she no, go um, she gets this little, like, uh, she, her panels go next to Kimoto's panels. And you could tell that Kimoto's, like, really good at, like, drawing really detailed backgrounds. Yeah, like, there's, like, an image of, like, a school background and, like, an a bunch of entrances, a building, and like fu- like Fujinos are also good too, but like they're you know they're way different. less detailed and like they're more of just like they're people. comics. Yeah, exactly. Like it's more having to do with like people talking than rather than to do with like backgrounds. Like so. okay, so this one we'll just read a lot of the comics honestly because like it's kind of you need to know in order to go on down the story. But like no, yeah, Kimoto's is called After School, and it like start it's one panel of a house. One panel of like, uh, oh no, no, the stairs in the school. I mean, one panel of the desk in the school, one panel of the door leaving the school, and then a panel of the school in the distance. Yeah, exactly. And then Fujino's is called Kun and Mika, and somebody goes, "Hey, no running in the halls," and then like she keeps running, and somebody goes, <laughs> "That's it," and then there's like, it says sports day. It's two people with balls, two people running, somebody just dancing, <laughs> and then uh, somebody says, "Sensei, you'll hold all the students to the school rules, right?" Because she's outside with the sports day now, and then somebody goes, uh, the the teacher goes, "What? She laid down hall floor in, in the other lanes, and then I guess like it's just a bunch of people running a race." Honestly, this one doesn't really make any sense. <laughs> yeah, it's one of <laughs> you know they're in fourth grade, you know they're just trying the best. Mm-hmm. But basically, yeah, like so she sees this, and like all the kids in the school, like they're commenting, like this is like amazing art, like this is nothing com- com- compared to food genos. So she basically like walks home, and like you know she's like contemplating cleaning what's going on and like you know she's like sad and she's like kiyomoto practices drawing while i'm at school all day she's like oh i get it and but then you know she you know we we get like back into the personality that we were introduced to she's basically like a fourth curator who's better at art than me no way i'll never allow it yeah like so she gets super motivated cool. from it and then we get the funniest panel in the whole thing it's a google search how to get better at art and she, <laughs> she goes to a bookstore and like she just like comes home and she's buying like yeah. drawing drawing uh figure drawing for all it's worth to learn figure drawing then she bought a sketchbook there's like little details about how to get better at improving your art. She just keeps practicing every day after school. She yeah, I think it's more books. I think it's so funny that the three shortcuts: study perspective, learn anatomy, b 
be conscious of space. The, the number one tip is ju- just just do it, stupid. Basically, yeah, like, just, just, like just, just draw. draw. <laughs> and she's obviously getting better. Like you can see her little sketches. Like she's getting better at drawing people. Yeah, and, like she's going through dynamics. But what happens is she starts to just like get like she's a weird person because she's really motivated by like competition. Yeah, so, like exactly. She, but she seems to like not be able to just do something like casually. Like she she wants to draw better than uh, Kimoto now, Kimoto, so she's yeah. gonna spend every waking moment drawing. Yeah, that's I, I what love she things Kimoto does exactly. I I, I love these panels because like it's just her like day in day out, like in different situations, mm-hmm. like doing odd, and like you see like the, the the sketchbooks just get like bigger and bigger. Yeah, and she gets like more books, like drawing uh, perspective, drawing more head and figure. Excuse me. She we go through the different seasons. Like you see, like it gets cold, it gets snowy, it gets folly. Yeah, it's beautiful. And then um, we get like another panel. I guess this is her. I I think this is her in school. Yes. And um. Somebody goes Fujino, and then she goes, mm. <laughs> and they go, "What are you, what you drawing?" The human skeleton, and then she, the other girl goes, "We're sixth graders now, you know. We'll be middle schoolers next year. Are you gonna draw in middle school too?" Uh, it's and like, goddamn, like, yeah, chill out, girl. She's like, "I yeah," and she's like, "Oh, okay," and like she's kind of like all of the people around here like think you're getting too old to draw. Yeah, like, she's basically just going through, like, pe- people are just telling her, and, like, that, like, you know, you should get over and do something else. Like, and they want to, like, hang out with, with her, and, like, they're kind of just, like, let's just hang out. Like, why are you even doing art? Kind of. Like, well, she also says, if you draw in middle school, people will think you're a creepy otaku, you know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, Somebody I guess that's definitely the said that to him, right? Yeah. Like, but it's fucked. Like, I, that's when I draw the moose. Uh, oh, my God. Drew the most. <laughs> yeah. Where I draw the moose. Um, exactly, and then her sister even comes in. And she's she's like, "Mom says to hurry up and take your bath." And she's like, "Knock before you come in, my 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 room, sis. Come <laughs> she's on." She's like, "Think before you speak." Yeah, peasant. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should, and yeah, and it's funny. Her sister even makes a, a funny comment. She's like, "You you you should come to my karate class. You could uh, put it on your." Transcript. She's yeah. like woohoo, woohoo. She looks like Sarada, the sister, a little bit. Yeah, right? she does look a lot like Sarada. She has glasses for Baruto fans. So but, um, she also goes on to say that she's like, "Mom and Dad don't say it, but they're worried about you. You're always holed <laughs> up in your room, and your test scores are abysmal, which is harsh." Yeah, exactly. And then she goes, "Get out of my sight." <laughs> sort of. And then we get, you know, she's in sixth grade now, and we get um the uh, new panels, and Justin, if you were like to read but okay yeah, kimoto still yeah added. so it's the sixth grade news <laughs> it's summer festival by kimoto there's like a uh you know those little uh festival things in japan where they have like the lights and like the stand set up there's like, like lanterns kind of like it. a carnival yes then there's just a bunch of people kind of like walking around with food and stuff like that and then there's a picture of like some really nicely drawn like uh like big leaves i don't know what to call them it's kind of like a cornfield without corn and then uh, there's a shot of a house, like in the in the super night. detailed, yeah. yeah, super nice, honestly. And then Fujino's <laughs> is called the truth, and it says in the classroom. And obviously Fujino's pictures are way better, but she's still drawing like sketchy style. So, yeah, like, in the classroom. Dad, oops, sensei, I need to use the bathroom. <laughs> and then a bunch of people. Ah, he called the teacher his dad. <laughs> and then there's a picture of the teacher, like ha 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 ha. And then. The kid goes, I confirmed it. He touches his hair when he's nervous. Sensei, you're my real dad after all, aren't you? <laughs> so, such a weird article. That was yeah. really funny. It's a weird little panel. <laughs> but, you know, after this, like, F- Fujino, like, you know, looks at this, and she basically just goes, I give up. Can you pass those back? 
And she's like, and then she, you know, goes to her friend. She's like, hey, you want to go for ice cream after school? And she like, has a total dingy look on her face here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's like, yeah, like her, like looking back. <laughs> but yeah, basically, you know, now she's like hanging out with her friend. She's learning um, karate, karate with her sister. She's hanging out with her family. And, you know, and like she looks at, you know, a, like a, like a, like a pile of like old um, Sketch you know, books. sketchbooks. And she's like, mom, just, you know, get rid of these basically. She threw out a bunch of them, apparently. And then, you know, they graduate. And then, of course, Virginia was called to the office again. She's like, hey, Virginia, congrats. So sorry to, um, you know, make you do this, basically. And the teacher explains to her that she wants her to deliver Kiyomoto's graduation certificate, you know, to her. I'll, and, um, you know, he's basically like, I'll give you the address. Which, like, I guess it is funny that, like, she's making this girl, like, just give I her I think that she, the teacher thinks – the teacher's a guy, by the way. But I think that the teacher yeah, thinks yeah. that – um they could be friends, you know? Yeah, like, he kind of, like, he maybe feels bad for Kimoto. I mean, we, we, we don't exactly, like, we, we find out later why she's not going to school, but, hey, I mean, at least she got through it somehow. Yeah, so going. they they argue <laughs> back and forth. The teacher's like, come on, you know me, and she's like, okay. So she, you see, like, it's drawn, like, basically one of Fujimoto's, uh, I mean, not Fujimoto, Kimoto's pictures where, oh, I just realized, by the way, his, yeah. Fujimoto is his name, Fuji no Kiyomoto. Fujimoto, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, yeah. So That's she funny. she rings the doorbell and she's like, "Oh, nobody's home." But then she goes to open the door and it's not locked. <laughs> yeah, she just walks in and <laughs> she says, "Hey, I'm here to deliver your graduation certificate." And like, basically, the house is like super clean. There's like literally nothing in there. I don't know where her parents are. So yeah, that's on a, a good side question. Note, but, but don't worry about it. And fans. then like, she <laughs> walks into a hallway and sees literally like. 80 or 90 sketchbooks like this girl's working yeah. <laughs> and she's insane she looks honestly. a little like Ugh. um and then she stumbles upon like our nice yeah she finds like a nice more like a uh, quick panel. four panel thing like a comic mm-hmm. thing that they use for school and then she draws this little comic and it doesn't have a name but there's two people and they're dressed with like headbands says don't come out and then two say come out come out and then there's like a door um and it says it's in it's the shut-in world championship finals. Kiyomoto is in the first place by a wide lead. And then like the, you look at the inside of the door and it's Kiyomoto dead. <laughs> yeah, it's a very like <laughs> <Just> ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess she made it real quick and then she um lets she like she you know lets it go and it falls under the door, which is Kiyomoto's door. And then basically she's like, Oh, just leave your certificate here. Bye. And she just runs out of the, the door, you know. She's like, she didn't really want to do this in the first And place. she also knows that she dropped it under the door. She's like, fuck, I gotta get out of here. And she like runs really far. And then suddenly Fujino uh, <laughs> Sensei. And she runs out and we're finally we get to meet our infamous Kiyomoto. Who looks exactly like the Angel Devil. <laughs> yeah, she kinda does look like the Angel Devil, but she has like, you know, like super long, like Black hair, it's like in her face, super edgy, you know. A lot of work. She she's wearing like a, a cool little uh, komodo, and she, you know, and basically, um, Fujino like turns around and she's just like Kimoto, and basically she's like stuttering and like Fuji Fuji was like, what's going on with this girl? But she's basically like the, the newspaper. I got it every week. I read it. I read them from the start since the third grade. Your manga, and she basically just the. De- Less to her that she is like a massive fan of her work, and she's like, "Can I get your autograph? Sign, please, just sign my back." She, yeah. she's a super she's like, funny. Oh my god, I don't have paper. Please, just sign my back. I, I love this writer's like, y- like funny, like little like moments. But 
And yeah, basically, like she basically um f- explains like my favorite works were Love uh, Quadrangle and, from and the Go- se- from August <laughs> uh, from the second week of August in third grade. Isn't that hilarious? Yeah, it's so funny. Like she she just goes on to like say all these works that she really like enjoyed and the Sasaki series that ran from January to March of fourth grade. Yeah, <laughs> and starting in fifth grade and sixth grade, all your work was just so good. It was godlike. And it's so funny, like um. Kiyomoto, like a big part of this, like uh, spe- um, one shot is that she basically says, like, oh, you know, I couldn't always finish my strips in time, but you ran yours every single week while I was going to school too. It was so amazing. I was like, is she really in the same le- le- level as me? And it's so funny because like Fujijiro so far has Fuji. been like, wow, like this girl is so much better than than me. So it's yeah. like funny that that like we're having and this, this little, is feeding like, directly into her ego. Yeah, so, of course. So she's kind of like, why'd you stop drawing like after so so much time? And she's like, actually, I'm coming up with a story to submit for a manga award right now. So basically, I quit <laughs> that so I could take it up a notch. Such a, such, such a badass. Love it. <laughs> and I, I love um, Kiyomoto's face. A manga award? Amazing. Yeah. Her, her eyes are just like watering. It's awesome. <laughs> she's trying to get like her to she, uh, show it to her. And she's like, I mean, it's only in my head. I already finished in my head. I just got to do the actual penciling and inking. <laughs> it's like, all right, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> yeah. So then they like they have this little moment. And she just signed her shirt. And then she's like, I guess I could show you when it's done. And then it starts to rain. And they're like, all right, see you later. And Fuji- Fujino looks like so happy. She's like skipping home in the rain. And then there's like that one like two page thing. Uh, uh, 44 and 45. She's just in the field. She's just like really feeling herself with her hands up in the air. And it's crazy. She runs home. She's still dripping wet. And she starts drawing again. Like she, she just immediately motivated the draw. This cute little manga called uh, Metal parade <laughs> yeah i wonder what it's about it's <laughs> some guy running apparently and yeah the world. these beautiful shots like these whole pages in, in this manga of like her just like working she's going to school coming back home from school going home and now that we see this like they're we see that they're like teamed up you know you yeah know? like she goes back to really cool. uh I, I don't know if she I think she went to her house it's it's a little I think she she either went to Kimoto's house or her house it's a little hard to tell because she says I'm home yeah exactly <laughs> but uh Ki, Kimoto's there like drawing and then I guess like they're they're working like together how like normal manga could work with other people they it's like, amazing do the that they're so and young stuff. and they're just going off right now yeah and then we get like the same thing from before like a bunch of panels of seasons uh, seasons pass in them both working together them working on the floor together and uh. Kimoto's actually kind of a lot smaller than Fujino. And, True, uh, yeah. She's wearing a cat dog shirt, which is hilarious. <laughs> uh, just more of them drawing in school, drawing as they get older, going to different libraries and picking out books. And and now they're like at Shuisha, which is like the people who make Shonen Jump. Yeah, I, I believe they're in like high school, at least now. Like, Yeah, I think that they're exactly. like 16, 17. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, basically, this guy's like, you, you drew this while you were in middle school? Incredible. I'm super impressed. And, you know, they explain that, how long it took them to make this. And the guy's like, no, no, no. Being able to finish a manga at, at, at all as middle school is, is quite a feat. The art and story are both high level, too. This could win an honorable m- m- mention at the very least. And basically, they um walk to a Seven Eleven, which is hysterical. <laughs> yeah, it's insane because they're walking through like the deep like s- s- like tundra. It and seems like it looks like they're cuddling, but I don't think they are. Like it's a little hard to tell. And yeah, they, t- they take besties. up a shonen jump, which is awesome. And they view the contest results, and I I 
believe she came in like 13th place, right? Is that how you would no, inter- I think interpret that, it? Um, it looks like she won, though. I think they won, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, I think okay. they're saying they were 13 when they made it. Okay. Uh, yeah. S- excuse me, yeah. So, so yeah, they, they, and they basically won. a probable 13-year-old duo takes runner-up. So maybe they are 13 here, actually. Exactly, yeah. But okay, like, makes Fuji, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, they wrote their name weirdly together. Like they they combined it. Kyo Fujino. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe that's her name, and then she just took full credit. That's her for name, it. and then Kyo. Yeah, I guess some Kiyomoto's name is like just like has the first three. It's weird, but, but she's a little upset Kiyomoto that she took uh, full credit for it. Oh uh, yeah, I I guess you could say that by here. Yeah. yeah. So then they keep going, and they're like, "Oh, we opened up a bank account. Oh look, we took a bunch of money out." They took out a hundred thousand yen, which I think is like, uh, I think a hundred thousand yen is like maybe a thousand dollars or maybe like a hundred dollars. Yeah, exactly. And, and yeah, Fujino, I mean Kumimoto's like, whoa, that's so much money. <laughs> it's so funny, and like basically Fujino's like, come on, let's go go out on on the town, and like, you know. Kiyomoto is more of like a shy girl, so she's kind of like, I don't know, maybe. It's like eight hundred twenty dollars, by the way. Oh, okay, good, good. I mean, hey, you know, that's uh, enough yeah, it's like a thousand to party. And basically, our two girls go out on the town, and they're like walking around town. They go to Great Forest, and they go to the the movie theater, which is a very popular spot for, for this writer. They're going on, yeah. <laughs> this this shot on uh, page sixty is like you can. Chris sent me this thing. It's like a fire punch shot where in the movies, the Chainsaw Man chapter where they're in the movies that we mm-hmm. talked about, and then this chapter where they're in yeah. The there's movies. lots of like cool metaphors that Takasuki like makes within like. And this is basically what theater. Deku considers a date, right? So <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's a little true. callback to the last episode. That is hysterical. Yeah, they they basically are going on dates and uh, or a bunch of different date places, and it's yeah. funny because like they took out. Eight hundred dollars, but they literally like went to McDonald's, went to the movies, got crazy, yeah. went to Barnes and Noble. Or They're something. like, we spent like insane, but we still only use like five thousand. Yeah, <laughs> but, let me see how much five thousand is ago. But um, yeah, she's you know um, Kimoto's like, I'm glad I came out of my room. The truth is, I was scared to go out. That's today. only forty dollars. <laughs> only forty dollars. That's insane. They got eight hundred dollars. They spent forty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on. No, it's fine. No, uh, Kimoto basically, as I was just saying, you know, she was saying uh. The the truth is, I was scared to go out today. I stopped going to school because I was scared of people. But I really had a really good time, and like it's just like a really like touching like few pages of, of yeah. them. And she's like, "Thank you." And then she's like, "Fujino only goes." Tr- no, go ahead. Sorry, Fujino goes. Uh, you could thank me with a hundred thousand yen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's kind of a savage. But yeah, I mean, so yeah, it's beautiful that like she got her to go out and like you know because she would have never really done done it if it wasn't for her, you know. So. And yeah, it's really sp- it's really special. And they go on to make a, a few different series. Called, one's called the Sea Cities. One's called the um, Cicada Humans. It looks very scary. Um, one's called Bagworm. Okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> so Fujino's name is Ayumi. So Kyo Fujino is a combination of their names. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, Sea Cities, like you're saying, the Cicada Humans. Uh, and it's also showing like where they're getting the inspiration from every time, like they go to the beach for sea cities. They're looking at a cicada, for the cicada humans. There's one called bagworm. They're like at the, the aquarium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then they're at the Eiffel Tower. Maybe that's not the Eiffel Tower. That's the tower from Sakamoto Days. The, the Tokyo Tower. That's hysterical. Yeah, and it it, it it's funny in the, in this one shot of Kiyomoto like behind the uh, aquarium. It's like a very similar shot in Chainsaw Man. Uh-huh. Like a, a panel of like um, 
uh, power Aki and Denji just like behind it. So just yeah. a, a cute little sign. And up. then like you go to the next page and it's like we're looking at one of their mangas and it's um, uh, well, I, I don't know if it's a uh, their manga actually, but it's like a book on how to draw background art and all this stuff. And yeah, and like crazy. you see, you see Kiyomoto just like being in full R, like she wants to kind of get to that way. And now they're definitely older because like yeah, um, they they look a lot older, taller. Uh, Fujino is wearing like a turtleneck, and uh, what's her name? Uh, Kiyomoto is like wearing like a sweater over a button-down shirt. <laughs> Very uh, modern Japanese style, I guess. Exactly, and we have a little like meeting with them in in, in, in a cafe, and Fujino is basically like we're getting serialized, and this editor guy is basically saying he's like the editor in chief wants to let you give it a spin after you graduate high school. You had seven one-shots published by age 17. Honestly, it's almost a little late in coming. And you see the girls, like, they're both happy, but then you see, like, a certain look on Kiyomoto's face. Mm-hmm. And we yeah, s- she's, like, distraught. Yeah, and we go back to a conversation, and we basically see that K- 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 Kiyomoto, like, you know, she's apologizing to her because she's saying, you know, she wants to go to art school. So she's basically saying she, she can't help with the, the manga series. And at first... um. Fujino's a little bit like, where is this coming from? Like, and then she gives, she gives her a little attitude, like probably out of anger, but she's like, you you only draw the backgrounds anyway. I can just have assistants handle that. This is literally like her when she was a little kid that we saw in the movie. Yeah, it's like, like a super like sad little moment, and you she's know, just like hurt, but like the only way she knows how to respond and like get what she wants is by being like super rude to people. Yeah, pretty and much. It's always worked with Kimoto up to this point. Exactly. So you know, Fujino's like, but going to art school is pointless. You, you know there's zero job prospects for art degrees you know and explains to her like you're gonna have to talk to strangers and she basically just wants like kiyomoto to work with her and like everything will fall in yeah she's like she's basically gaslighting her yeah you know she's like she's like you know like i if we work together like like and of course like i've been in the situation in bands too where i'm like yeah they like want to quit and i'm like but we make such music good music together like why would we quit now like we're only beginning you know what i mean yeah exactly especially if you had this kind of opportunity but the thing is like i think that and kimoto says this she's worried that like she relies too much on uh fujino to be like her personality and everything and she wants to branch out so that she could learn more and then also like become her own person yeah no exactly so basically like yeah, and like Kimoto like ends off with yeah, exactly, and be a better. Artist. No, you're fine. <laughs> but uh, Kimoto just basically, you know, the last thing she says, she goes, "I want to become a better artist." And our friends, you know, leave. Beautiful background art here. And by they the way. start doing their own thing, and we basically see that Fujino is like, you know, she she actually got you know, sail sail sailor eyes for like a nice manga. She has one of those um like. I noticed her name balls. is still um Kyo. Fujino. Uh-huh. Yeah, which is yeah. very cute. Um, so she has one of those like uh exercise balls mm-hmm. that uh you know, like people sit on at desks and like one of those huge pads, like it's uh I mean tablets, it's like yeah, gigantic. It's sick, actually. Yeah. It's probably like bigger than like a lot of TVs. And she their manga is called well, her manga is called Shark Kick. And yeah. we start seeing the the uh the volumes adding up. So it goes like it's one lot, yeah. two, one, two, three five seven nine eleven yeah. and then for some reason there's a ton of 11s i don't know why i don't really get that maybe it ended at 11 i don't know i don't know yeah and they she has then they get copies. an anime adaption adaptation i mean <laughs> and she's just like really hyped and then it goes to january 10 2016 oh god dot, dot, dot. so here we go guys this is where the, the manga takes a more interesting turn you know so basically we get um 
something pops up on the uh, news basically, and I'll I'll give it to you real real quick. But it's taking place at the um man wields like this is basically like what the um news yeah it says, says it says live Yamagata man wields axe at art school. I repeat, midday today at the Yamagata City Yamagata Prefecture Prefecture Art College, a man with no fixed address began attacking students with an axe like tool. After Afterward, Yamagata police took the man believed to be the culprit into custody. Detailed information on the victims and injuries is yet to come. The man is currently being held at the Yamagata station where... And then we get this shot of um, Fujino. She, she's watching the TV, and she, she she goes straight to her phone and tries to call Kiyomoto, but then immediately gets a call from her mom, and she answers the phone call. And then, like, <sighs> she goes into, like, yeah. you see her drawn, but then, like, the last panel where she's on the phone, it's all, like, lines. So you can tell she's, like, got really bad news. Yeah, exactly. And then we see basically like um basically like um like a past uh, It's like right before this happened. Yeah, exactly. Like, like a past view of her and um Kiyomoto and before she says she wanted to go to art school. Yeah, and the, you know, it's basically like a nice little moment. Fujino's explaining that uh you know, we we got a manga our own manga series. I want it to have super awesome art, you know. And you know, basically she's like asking her, you know, um you know, t- to join her essentially in like doing art. She's like saying this is like a good moment that they had together where yeah. they're like, you know, like they're talking about the future basically. And she's like, you know, I'm not like that good. And she's like, don't worry. Like you can improve your skills and I'll increase and your speed will improve with them. And I'm going to boost my skills too. So we'll both get better at drawing. And then she, Fujino says, sweet, keep your eyes on my back and you'll grow too, which is kind of fucked up. Yeah. And then like the next shot is just her phone dropping to the floor and her staring at the phone. And she's like very upset. It's like a she's basically like dead inside. Look, on yeah, page, uh, we get five exactly. And we get like a flash forward, you know, seeing more of the news article, seeing that this 12, is only like seven hours later. Yeah, that um, twelve were dead, three were seriously in- injured, and we basically, you know, we show up at um super sad moment she, it at also Kiyomoto's says, uh, funeral. Sorry, but it also says here I heard voices from the paintings put up across the campus hurling insults at me. Oh my god, super sad, and you know we even see that shock kick. Um, you know went on a high hiatus as <laughs> as as well. So yeah, it says thank you for reading Shark Kick. Due to the author Kyo Fujina Sensei's sudden illness, Shark Kick will be going on hiatus for the time being. Serializations will become resume upon Fujino Sensei's recovery. We apologize uh, to for any concern and blah 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 blah. Yeah, so super sad moment, and we, you know, get a little view of Kiyomoto's funeral. She's dressed pretty nicely at her funeral. <laughs> yeah, true. It's so sad, honestly. It's like she's, you know, like... Her best friend. Like, Japanese funerals, they look... They don't put the body out there. They just put this, like, really nice picture of them. Like, at least in a lot of manga that we've read. Yeah, and it's more like, traditional And, like, you just go Japanese. up and, like, pray yeah. in front of the picture, and it's super sad, honestly. No, it is it is super sad. So then we have, you know, older... Um, You know, I think this this is pretty soon after, but... Fujino basically goes back to Kimoto's house, and you know it's just full of um. Like, what's going on here? What's up with her parents? She said know. that her mom opened a bank account for her. Yeah, I don't know. She's just not. She's not there. Maybe she's older now, and she just lives it by herself. But she basically Fujino's going through old old Shonen Jump, and just there's a picture of Luffy on it. Clearly, yeah, that's hysterical. Yeah, like a, a, a <laughs> like a, a very a very funny version of a uh, Luffy. And basically, she she finds a a panel in in there, and uh, it starts out with with, with these two guys like yelling this at is the some, original one. We already we read this before, yeah. Sorry, but like when we talked about when she first came to her house, and she wrote drew that panel and dropped it under the door, she yeah. finds that panel 
about Kimoto dying and all this stuff. And basically, it's it's honestly just making fun of her, you know? Yeah. Like, not coming out of her room. But she didn't really know her then when she drew it. Exactly. But she basically she basically just declares F- Fujino that this is my fault. And she basically says, because I drew that manga today, Kimoto's death is it's it's my fault. If I hadn't brought her out of her room, she wouldn't have died. Wait. You know, and she basically says, like, why did I, you know, even make that manga in and the first like place? And she's, like, crying hysterically, basically. And she basically, yeah. And she basically admits that, like, drawing is completely useless. And she starts tearing it up. And one panel, you know, goes in, the first one, that that, that says, don't come out. And we, we get, like, warped into, like, a different reality, essentially, where Kimoto is younger again. Yeah, and like, it goes, back when they first met. Exactly. And it goes through under the door. And basically... Kimoto like opens up and checks it out, and this time you know Fujino just basically is like, "Excuse me, I'm here to deliver your um you know your certificate. I'll leave it by your front door." And this time she leaves without Kimoto um actually you know like seeing who she is or anything like that. So Kimoto just goes back to doing her you know her background. Yeah, and also yeah. like the part of the manga that went under the door just says, "Don't come out." So yeah, it's I kind just of like that. a yeah, weird exactly. sign. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. And then like. The same thing happens from before, like, where she drops her certificate and stuff like that. But, like, now Kimoto doesn't come out because she's nervous, I guess. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah, she just thinks it's a go. She goes back to drawing art. And then we, we, we see the panel that we saw, you know, pre- previously where she's, like, you know, getting upset with backgrounds. And, you know, we fast forward to her in, the, you know, still in the same reality. But she's, you know, trying to pass the entrance exam for art school. She gets it. Yeah, exactly, and she g- g- gets it, and then we're you know brought back to uh, January tenth, twenty sixteen. Yeah, so also she was in art school for four years at this point, so it had been four years since they talked to each other, basically. I think. Yeah, so it's interesting how this reality is playing, uh, playing place. But basically, you know, we get into like a little explanation that she was sitting on a couch, and you know, the student heard a metallic knocking sound from the stairs. At this time, there was no other students near the sofa, but besides, you know. Kimoto, and we see an axe man figure coming out of nowhere and he mm-hmm. comes and attacks her. It says 11 19 a.m. A man entered the building from the outer stairs and approached a resting student. So at this point, the only thing that's different in this reality, like the main thing, is that Kimoto and Fujino never became friends. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Essentially. So basically, he comes at her and, you know, he's basically just free, free, freaking out, essentially. He's not really making any sense. Well, he's he thinks that the paintings are insulting him. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's what they exactly. said before. So he's like, exactly. He's yeah. like, you think I'm an idiot, don't you? And she's like, I'm not saying anything to you. Yeah, and she, yeah, exactly. So basically, he comes at her and tries to hit her with, with the axe. She, you know, just misses getting hit, and he goes at it again. He's like, damn it, listen to me. They're wrong. It's mine, isn't it? It was my idea first. You plagiarized my art, didn't you? Admit it. It was you, wasn't it? And then out of nowhere, we get a, a very shocking um, kick by. Uh, Fujino, who, you know, in this reality has probably learned a, a, a good deal of martial arts. <laughs> yeah, she's like, hi-ya, and then kicks him. Kicks to the kicks basically the shit out of him. He rolls on the floor, and we get, like, a, a, a great shot of basically her, like, ge- gearing up to give him, like, a, a giant punch. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's like a Naruto uh, pose. Yeah, so, like, fast forward, like, maybe 20 minutes a- a- after this, um, they're basically in the ambulance, like, Fujino, um... Yeah, basically, so yeah, yeah. She's just like getting into the amb- like she's the place like, you're trying to put she's her. She's like, in. so I do karate at a dojo in the next town over, right? And while I was on my run, I saw a dude with a weapon enter in the school, right? 
So I was like, oh, crap, and I ran after him. And when I kicked the kar- when I karate kicked the guy, I fell and wound up breaking my own leg, too. So lame, right? <laughs> <laughs> the way she's talking is, like, crazy. I know. She is a little nuts. But basically, um, Kiyomoto comes, uh, uh, you know, comes up to her and is trying, you know, to say thank, thank you so much for what you did. And, Seems you like know, she's hidden on her. Can I, can I get your phone number? I mean, yeah, maybe possibly. She's like, oh, that was so nice. She's um, like, yes, yeah, sh- your number. Yeah, Fujino's like, yeah, sure, sure thing. And they get their number down, and basically they have the realization that you know they used to draw manga in like the same panel, you know, a, a, a long time ago. And she, you know, Kiyomoto basically says how much of a fan she is, and. Fujino's like, wow, talk about a crazy coincidence. And then, you know, she's being, t- you know, uh, brought off, you know, into yeah, the it's like, we gotta go. Exactly. And, Fuji- you know, and um, Kimono's basically like, what? Um, why did you stop drawing manga? And she explains. And then basically, Fujino gives her the peace sign, the uh, peace sign. And she's like, actually, I recently picked it up back up again. Be my assistant when I get serialized. And. We get that same look on uh, Kimoto's face yeah. from before when when they first talk to each other, which is really nice. Yeah, it's really adorable. And like Kimoto basically goes home and she's looking at her panel first kiss. Yeah, like like so it's the opposite of what happened before with uh yeah. Fujino where we see her like skip home. It's like now Kimoto like basically skips home. Yeah. It's so it's really funny. Yeah, that's the the first kiss one was the one that where we first read it in like the uh like where she's like, be my, uh, be kiss me again when we get reincarnated. Remember from the beginning. Yeah. And then um, this is uh, Kimoto, correct? Right. Yes. So Kimoto's sitting there and she has a four panel and she's about to draw, and then like the wind blows the four panel back, and one blows under right door, under yeah. to the reality that we're in, where uh, Fujino is like sitting there depressed. Looks a lot like magma, so I know. Yeah, and then she's sitting there and she picks it up and looks at it. And then it's by Kiyomoto instead, and it says, look back, and there's a person with an axe, and it says, I'll kill you, and then Kiyomoto's like, yeah, and then Fujino shows up, kicks him in the face, and then she goes, aren't you Fujino-sensei? And <laughs> Fujino goes, you aren't hurt, right? And then walks away and goes, then my work here is done, and there's an axe in her back. Yeah, so basically she's she's like super shocked, and she opens her room, and like sees all the you know shock kick manga. I guess she's brought like multiple of them and like uh, a shonen jump reading survey. And she basically looks around the room and she looks at her original um. It's like her original jacket that when she first met her with that she basically signed her back. And you know um it's super sad. Fujino basically goes into this like ending little um memory me- memory. She's like, you know, to begin with, I don't even like drawing manga. It's not fun. the The entire process is a hassle. It's super unglamorous too. You can work all day long and still be nowhere near finished. Really, I'd be better off just sticking to reading manga. <laughs> I shouldn't draw it. Then why do you draw Fujino? You know, and then you see an image of Kiyomoto basically talking to Fujino like about Metal kids. Parade, like that. Okay, yeah. so this is the the thing they were talking about in the beginning when she's like. Oh, like I, I'm actually working on something. I'll show it to you once I'm done. Yeah. And then, like, it was Metal Parade that she was drawing, and like, I think that what they're implying here is that like the reason why she draws is because like, she, it just like, it was the 
the middle of like their love basically like i don't know if they're supposed to be friends or like implied in love i don't know but like yeah the thing that brings them together the most is that like they love drawing and like yeah i think it's a, a, a little bit of both yeah and like all her friends don't understand because they think oh you're our friend like why do you just draw and do nothing it's like well you know like the person i connect with the most like this is what we share basically mm-hmm. yeah it's like really like a beautiful moment and we get a lot of these shots with fujino and uh Kiyomamoto uh-huh. just like hanging out like laying, exactly. laying stuff laying around and you know and we get you know an image of Fujino and she's like there's tears falling from her eyes she's, she's reading volume 11 of Shark Kick it's Shark Time baby <laughs> it says to be continued in volume 12 that's the last volume that came out so far. yeah it's super sad and uh. you know she saw it's like even like yeah so she's continuing to basically read it and she goes home she walks all the way home. She sits down with like a, a different outfit on and her giant monitor. She does her pajamas. And the last page is just her just continuing to, to work on her art and our chapter. Well, our beautiful one, one shot ends of look. It's very back. sad. Very yeah, sad. it's super sad, honestly. And I really, I feel like, um, like he's basing himself on this, you know. So, um, um yeah, it's like super. It's like super interesting that like, uh, like it, it came out that that way. Um, I think that uh, it's it's it definitely is about himself. You're right, and then also it's um, it's a nice look at like something like he you you feel the themes that he puts in Chainsaw Man like in everything that he writes basically like where it's like this weird like uh, emotional uh, manipulation and stuff like that, and he's able even able to put it into a story where there's no like yeah. mythical shit. There's no like uh, what do you call it like um. There's no like supernatural. Yeah, you know? it's just literally about maybe something that happened to him. Like we don't even know. Yeah, I, and, I hope not. It's very and sad, it's like a nice story between two friends, but it's so sad because yeah, she dies before is, they get to apologize. I know it is a super sad story. I read it and I honestly really so like loved it. Like the art too is like really work well done. Yeah, like it's not often that you read something that like really makes you upset. You know? But, yeah, like, it's this true. one did for sure. I don't know. Yeah, it's just like how it like. I, I feel like, like, how um Tak Takasuki like really like wrote the story, which is really nice, and I like a lot of the ex, um expressions on um Kimomoto mm-hmm. and Fujino's face. It definitely makes it like a really like nice like one shot. Yeah, so. it'd be nice if they made uh, like a movie after this. I think it would be a really good movie. Yeah, or yeah, even if it's like a short film, like you can definitely still do it. Like it's yeah, maybe really like forty five cool. minutes or something. They they do a lot of anime movies that are like that. Yeah, he's 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 getting popular. I mean, everything I've I've um. I've like read by this author is like really really good, you know. Yeah, so, and like when you look up like really his Wikipedia it. or whatever, there's like parallels between when he was published. Like I think he's only like uh, 26 right now or 27, yeah. right? Yeah, so he's, a, he's a young guy. Chainsaw Man came out like three or four years ago. Then Fire Punch came out like six or seven years ago. So like yeah. it, he was basically like published at the same time as the, that he was in the story. And I just love that like they don't like they're not like given like fake stores and like a fake version of jump it's like no this literally like he went to shonen jump shueisha i mean he got like a shonen jump contract yeah like, they went to 7-eleven you know what I mean? yeah like, yeah things. it's a really cool story that i think he like based a lot on his like own experiences so yeah and great then, fucking so one-shot. so i guess what was your favorite part um <clears throat> i think my favorite part is like the whole sequence where um you know a- after kimoto dies and like we see her like show up at the door and she 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 finds that old panel and it just goes slips through under the door and i don't know i i just really thought that was like a really like good way to like 
show like a different perspective in a way like and like how, how we, we, we basically see like the the, the different reality mm-hmm. yeah you i know, do love I think that it's part really too. like interesting um to me and i definitely love that last page too when we just see uh her just continuing to, to draw it's kind of like the it's so sad yeah it's yeah like, but it's it just kind of life goes on basically yeah it's just like life goes on and like just you know you guys just kind of continue to do your work through no you know through no matter what happens to you personally you know so okay Definitely so i think parts. my favorite part is like uh when they have that like little argument in the middle about yeah like, how she's kind of like because like i see a lot of myself in that argument in a weird way like that's cool like, I know. sometimes i feel like i i get in an argument with people and i'm like trying to do whatever i can to get them to agree with me but, but it's like at the end of the day yeah you let like, people free yeah. exactly it's, yeah so it's it's you know it's complicated but it's actually like it's hard to put into a story no definitely um really okay cool. i'm just gonna read this um uh little article about it too really quick so it says how do you separate art from the artist is is it by erecting an arbitrary wall or do you simply accept the fact that an author's own life experience always shape the kind of stories they create for that matter, how do you separate fact from fiction when almost every piece of media is influenced by the environment that it finds itself in? Look Back poses all those questions and more, and evoking a real evoking real world tragedies along the way. Um, so <clears throat> they talk a little bit about Chainsaw Man, and they say uh, the title of the book is taken from uh, the song by Oasis called "Look Back." I guess uh, "Look Back in Anger." Don't look back in anger. You know that song. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah. I actually so do. That's it kind of makes a lot of sense. It says, "Um, sorry. Uh, oh no, no. It says if it's taken from it. Oh, okay. Okay, okay but it makes sense. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. No, it's I'm okay. Sorry. But um, it apparently it says um. I'm sorry. Clearly, the sheer reaction, or the reach of look back, cannot be attributed to name recognition alone, but it certainly plays a part. They're talking about how the author is Chainsaw Man's author. Yeah. The reason I struck a chord with professional creators is because it explores the very basic question of why they do what they do. At its heart, Look Back is a coming-of-age story about the manga artist Ayumi Fujino and her relationship with the shut-in, Kiyomoto. And w- this is what pushes her to improve her craft and eventually make her series debut, but tragedy soon strikes. You know, we just talked about this. She's attacked by a man with an axe and passes away. This causes a crisis of faith, sort of sorts, as Fujino blames herself for Kiyomoto's death, given that she was the only one who initially brought her out of her room. She realized she doesn't even like drawing manga, but only did it because she liked to spend time with Kiyomoto. And uh, it feels a bit depressing and hopeless, mirroring, mirroring the worst parts of Inio Asano's downfall. Wow. So I wonder who that um guy is exactly. Yeah, um, this is... Uh, <clears throat> I didn't know that, honestly. Wow. There, I think it's a. Uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. There's, they're talking about other people here in this article. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that this guy wrote a book called Downfall, Inio Asano, and it's basically very similar to Look Back. That's what they're All right, cool. About. No, that's interesting. So um, it's like a kind of like a, a retake on it, maybe. I'm just trying to figure out if it's uh, the real world uh, thing. Oh, you're saying like, is it like something? Is it like comparable yeah. to? It's a little hard to tell. I don't. I honestly don't think that it's based off of real life. But I think yeah. that like, I think the main point is that they used all those things to basically get to the point of like, why do you do what you do? Essentially, yeah. And hey. it's pretty sad because now Fujino, technically, in the story that continues after it's done, uh, has to live with the fact that her friend is dead, and then do something that she hates because it's her job. Yeah. It's it's really like deep, honestly. It's upsetting. Yeah, it's upsetting. Anyway, go read that article if you want to be as confused as me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
So now that we talked about look back for eight hours, I'm just kidding. I'm just yeah, kidding. it seemed like a while. Uh, no, it wasn't that long. But <laughs> we're going to get into a little bit less of a detailed review of Nausicaa, Valley of the Wind, or From it. the Valley of the Wind. Yes. Um, let's see when this movie came out, too. I think it's uh, 84. Yeah. It, well, in America, it was 1985. But, yeah, the movie came out uh, oh, okay. in 1984 <clears throat> in Japan. Gotcha, gotcha. And in the dub that we watched, because we had to watch it as a dub because, like, there's no way we could watch, like, a sub and also take notes. It's it's very hard. True. I, w- I would have watched it, but. <laughs> no, I want to. But yeah. it's just, it, we, we, you know, we thought we were going to do it that day, and we were like, we have to pay attention. Exactly. Um, so. Maybe we'll rewatch it. But uh, Shia LaBeouf was uh, the, the male lead. Yeah, a funny side note. Yeah. It's so <laughs> hilarious. And Patrick Stewart was Lord Yupa, which is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so do Jubilee, like, they get a lot of, like, since it's so popular, I think they get a lot of, like, like big, big, bigger name, um, you know, people to do like the dub, so it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, so um, it basically starts off with um these two guys. They're like searching through towns, and you could tell that like they basically go into this overture about how like the world is covered in toxic pollen. Yeah, and that breathing in the pollen uh will kill you. So a lot of people have abandoned certain areas, and now they're only in like uh certain other areas. Yeah, it's very like apocalyptic version of uh, a Ghibli movie. Exactly, you know? it cool. takes place quote unquote a thousand years after the Seven Days of Fire, an event which destroyed human civilization and most of the Earth's original ecosystem. Wow. So yep. the the human settlements uh survive isolated from one another uh near the toxic jungle, which is a forest of giant plants and fungi swarming with giant insects. Yeah, it's a super, like, beautiful, like, art, too, when like, you're introduced to exactly. the Exactly. Yeah, like, that's something cool. that's awesome about these old movies is, like, they're drawn, like, real, like, non-digitally. So, yeah. like, the way it looks is, like, amazing, but it's not, like, it's not, like, unrealistic, you know? No, like, exactly, how some yeah. Anime is now. It's a little bit ahead of its time in, like, a weird way. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Really good stuff. So then <laughs> we get introduced to Nausicaa. She's um, a nice red-haired princess. Oh, yeah. Very um, cool. And she's, like, super smart. Like, she's using all these, like, different types of weapons. She's flying on this, like, little hovercraft thing. It's basically, like, a yeah. pad with, like, jets on the side. It's super cool, yeah. And uh, she ends yeah. up uh, inside of these, uh, <clears throat> like, this cavern, basically. Because mm-hmm. she's, she's researching. Like, you could tell she has, like, test tubes and she's, like, collecting samples and stuff like that. Yes. And she ends up, uh, like, we see this big bug, and she cuts off the one of the shells on the bug and, like, lays under the shell and basically gets covered in the toxic stuff, which I didn't understand. But <laughs> <laughs> So she, uh, excuse me, she basically uh, did that. <laughs> and uh, so I'm literally looking at my notes for it, and I wrote Nausicaa, but it changed it to Nausicaan. <laughs> Nausicaan, yeah. Like it's nausea like... can. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, so a thousand years. <clears throat> there, um, after that, she uh, she starts to get like this weird, like uh, like you hear like stuff going on outside. There's clearly something happening, mm-hmm. and there's a giant bug which is called Omu, which is what she was also sitting on. But yeah, it was a dead one. Exactly. Like it was like it looked gold. Yeah. So it, she, it, was it like a caucus of it, or is it like a, the shell? Possibly? I think it was the shell. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. So yeah, no, yeah. there's one of those, and they're freaking out because. Uh, they don't really explain why, but you could tell it has red eyes. It's, like, chasing after these two people. And uh, she's able to stop the bugs because she has this weird uh, ability to communicate with nature. Mm-hmm. And yeah. also, like, she has, like, certain weapons. She has, like, a bug charm, uh, an insect charm that makes, like, a certain noise that can uh, bring them. And she uses, like, flash grenades so that she doesn't hurt them. Yeah, it's super cool, honestly. And, like, they tell you in the movie, basically, like, the bugs are calm when their eyes are blue. Mm-hmm. And they're... Uh, 
they're angry when their eyes are red. So their yeah. eyes turn blue, and then it goes back to the forest. Um, we end up meeting Lord Yupa here, who's this guy. He's he's voiced by Patrick Stewart. He's a and funny like, looking everybody guy. Everybody loves him. Yeah, right? he's like, like the talk of the town. He comes back to the village, and people are like, Lord Yupa, we had a baby. We've been waiting for you to name him. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's like, Jesus, bro. Yeah. And Nausicaa says that they haven't seen each other in a year. And she also uh, says that she has a different dad, so we know that Lord Yupa's not her dad. Yes. Um, so Lord Yupa pulls out this little thing. It's like a cat, but it's actually a fox squirrel, but it's basically a cat. Yeah. And uh, Nausicaa's, like, playing around with it, trying to get it to, like, agree with her. It's sort of like Momo from uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. Like, yeah, it looks a, a similar like concept. That. Like, it's, like, a cute little animal. Exactly. But it kind of walks more like a cat than yeah, Momo. Yeah. Momo's kind of like uh, a lemur a little bit. Exactly, yeah. So... Um, Nausicaa like is like playing with it and then it ends up biting her but she's like oh, you have nothing to worry about you have nothing to worry about and even when it bites her she's like you have nothing to worry about and then it gets like really calm and she's like can I keep it and, L- and Yupa's like hell yeah take it <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> so they talk about her dad a little bit and they call him a king so King Jill is her dad so, so she's yeah. a princess yeah exactly right. I think I said that before but um, and they said that her dad is like bedridden because he's poisoned and they basically say that like everybody who exists in the world right now is destined to be poisoned by the toxic jungle yeah like it's kind of like very apocalyptic like we're ready to go (laughs) and there's also humanity's holding on there's like since it's been a thousand years like nobody has hope Mm -hmm. essentially they think they're gonna die out so um nausicaa's like i have something i want to show you to lord Yupa, and he's like okay and then they never go and Lord Jupa was giving me sus vibes the whole time, but he ends up being a nice guy, so whatever. Yeah, he, he's just access. <laughs> um, so there's they go up to her dad's room, and he's in the bed, and Lord Jupa's there, and then there's this like creepy blind witch. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of yeah, she's and, she's creepy. <laughs> yeah, I mean she's just crazy, honestly. But like she's it's weird, it's weird. They always have these old characters in the in these movies. Like remember in Totoro, <laughs> like they're like crazy, like they yeah. laugh a lot and stuff. Yeah, Totoro, like the grandma who's like, yeah. call me Granny. It's like what the hell? Like we don't even know you. <laughs> um, so they're all sitting there, Nausicaa, Yupa, her dad, and the witch, and they ask Yupa to stay because the king is dying, but Yupa says that. Um, he can't. And then they were like, why? And then the witch is kind of like, well, Yupa is looking for the the legend. And they're like, what? Like, what are you talking about? And then she goes into it, and it's a guy who's covered in blue. Uh, he'll help restore the world's connection with nature. And, <laughs> it comes, and it's supposed to be a thousand years after the tragedy, which is it's coming up on. Yes. So Nausicaa hears that, and she's like, why wouldn't I help you? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But Yupa's kind of like, eh, that's not really exactly what's going on. Like, I'm, like I, I, don't, I wish you wouldn't talk for me, basically. Yeah, like, shut <laughs> up. No, I'm just kidding. So they all go to sleep, and uh, then all of a sudden there's, like, a heavy storm brewing. And, like, I, I guess because they're in the Valley of the Wind, like, a storm is a really bad thing for them. They mm-hmm. have to pay attention to make sure that they don't flood or, like, that it doesn't break the houses or whatever. Yes. And all of a sudden they realize there's, like, an airship flying really close to them during the storm like they should definitely not be flying during the storm basically. yeah and it's funny because they wake up nausicaa and they're just like knocking on her door and he's like nausicaa, nausicaa <laughs> like whispering like hey wake up wake up <laughs> um so they're trying to figure out what's going on and nausicaa who literally gives no fucks no. like jumps on the the glider thing and like flies up to the airship and she tries to help them or she well, what she's trying to do is tell them like don't fly here like it's really dangerous like what are you doing you know and uh, she gets up there, and she realizes that there's bugs all over it. Yeah. And, like, to her, that's a sign that, like, 
uh, nature is like saying that uh, they shouldn't be there. You know what I mean? Like she's taking it as like the bugs yeah. are like the sign of like an omen or whatever. So she looks into the thing as it's crashing. She sees some girl's face, but the but the the ship ends up crashing because she couldn't help it. Yeah, it's so like she went down with the ship, right? You're saying the yeah. girl inside the exactly, ship. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So Nausicaa, like after the ship crashes, lands, runs into the fire. <laughs> like she's <laughs> literally crazy. Like and she's, she's like a very like she's like a good heroine. You know, she's she like Naruto. There, you know, yeah, like she yeah. Just, she's always there to help uh, whoever needs help. Yeah, I love when I love Studio Ghibli films because they 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 always have like really cool like um like female like pro protagonists. Yeah, like, I think like, most of the movies are. I about think most of them. Exactly about so. women, but also really like cool see, there's yeah. not many characters in the movies that are women like like Nausicaa though like yeah she's like she's like the take she's literally like the leader the whole time she never is nervous no it's she, really she cool does, to like, see get yeah. upset but like she really like you know she controls the whole story in a way. yeah like the only character I can compare it to from um Studio Ghibli films is like Princess Mononoke in yeah a but like sense, but I would she's say that different. she's similar to like I know, the boy yeah. character in Princess Mononoke but like. Not Ashitaka, like, yes, yeah, exactly. like the girl in Princess Mononoke is kind of like feral, right? Yeah, so yeah, it's like you it's could a little different. That. Like, she's like a leader, Nausicaa, like, she, like she's looked up to the whole time. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, gotcha, um, gotcha. So, Nausicaa runs into the fire, cat on shoulder, <laughs> <laughs> and she finds the girl that she made uh, eye contact with, and she's shackled, and she finds out that her name is Lestelle. And Lestelle is a um, Pujite or Pejite, yeah, Pejite. and that's like a certain race of people, so like. I don't know what Nausicaa's race is called, but there's the Pejite, and then there's also um, the Tomikians. Yes, the Tomikians. Yeah. Gotcha. So this is a Pejite, but it was a Tomikian ship, so they're kind of like, what's going on here, you know? Shit's getting political. Yeah, yeah immediately <laughs> it got political. Of course. Um, so Lestelle's like, please burn the cargo. <laughs> and, and she's like, what the hell? And uh, Nausicaa helps to, like, calm down, a, like, another Omu that was about to freak out. Mm-hmm. And then it gets away. <clears throat> so then she goes into the ship and, I mean, I'm sorry, it cuts to the next scene and all the people in the town are using, like, flamethrowers to extinguish the spores that came off the ship. Yeah, so it's not, like, because they're, they're so toxic. And on the ship, there was also a gigantic pulsating, like, heart-like thing. Yeah, when I first saw that show, I was like, what? But it doesn't so explain. <laughs> you, Lord Yupa says that he heard a story about a giant warrior uh, that basically lives under Pejite and that there were seven of them originally, mm-hmm. but they believe that almost all of them died except one yeah. who's said to live under Pejite. They're like a titan sort of figure, It looks right? a lot yeah, like a titan, yeah. yeah. So less, uh, less this, disgusting, but continue. And this, the, uh, you know, the girl was from that city, so they're kind of confused. They're like, okay, if, like, let's say this is the warrior and it's a it's a Pejite legend. Like, why yeah. is a Tomikian ship carrying a Pejite girl and this? Like, where did they get it from? Yeah, that's, like, the big mystery going on, yeah. So, all of a sudden, another airship attacks their city. Oh, my God. And, like, it's the Tomikians. Yeah. And they're... they pull up, and they <laughs> literally come in and kill her dad in bed. Yeah, I was like, oh, my God. This I was is... so mad. This is some Ghibli movie. No, yeah, I'm just kidding. No, but, uh... <laughs> but for real, like, they literally just come in, and her dad's bedridden, and they kill him. Yeah, they Like, what the hell is that? They murked him real quick, but... Yeah, so <laughs> so Nausicaa comes in and kills all the guys who killed her dad. Like, yeah. Relent- like, she, like, rage moments and kills them. 
It's crazy. I guess and she then, does kill them, right? Yeah. yeah. And then she starts to. F- well, it's weird because the way that they kill people in these Ghibli movies is like non-violent because they're like PG. Yeah, they're not too crazy. Is. So like, there was no blood or like them obviously dying. Yeah. Anime used to be really weird. I know you don't know this, but it used to be censored a lot in America. Like, and there would be like That's no. Terrible. They would take blood out. They would. Uh, they would, would do skip that? fight scenes that were too violent. Oh my! Lord. Literally, they they did this with Dragon Ball. They did it with like Pokemon. There were episodes they just completely canceled because they had like a gun in it or something. <laughs> there's like one cigarette. There's like one one guy smoking a cigarette. They're like, nope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Like there were certain characters that smoke cigarettes in anime, and they would change to lollipops. <laughs> like I swear. That's like a big joke again, Thomas. I, so I <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so go on. Go anyway, on. so she kills those people, and then she starts to fight these knights. But the old lady um, is like the old witch is like, please stop! But like, she she won't stop. She's like too raged. And then Yupa stands between them. And if you remember this part, he's like holding their swords mm-hmm. and like, um, I do, yeah. What's her name? Uh, Nausicaa is still like in a freak out, but she's like noticing that Yupa is in front of her holding the sword and that his blood is like trickling down the sword. And then so it kind of like, like calms okay, her down. Okay, like okay. she doesn't want to hurt anybody anymore. Yeah. So like I said, they were attacked by Tomika. And uh, their leader is this woman in gold. And they took over the town and took all their weapons. So the leader's name is Kushana. So, excuse me, Kushana. Kushana. And uh, she wants to take... Uh, excuse me. She wants to uh, take over to help um, survive the toxic jungle. Like, she's basically, like, making... She's like America. Like, she comes in and she's like, the world is fucked, but, like, if, uh-huh. if you let me work with you, like, we'll both survive. Yeah, yeah. I got it. <laughs> we know what's going on. We, Puerto Rico <laughs> is exactly like this. Oh, God. But, um, so... She, but the witch is like, no. <laughs> I just call her the witch. I don't even know where. What's it's, her name? I really don't know, honestly. Like Baru or something. Yeah. Or, or, oh no, you know what it was? It was uh. Oh, do you remember something these? like Obama? Remember they kept calling her that. Oh, Obama or something. Yeah. yeah now I know what you're talking about, but <laughs> the witch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I guess I should have just called her her name. No, nah, it's fine. But Obama. <laughs> yeah. So so exactly exactly. So she's saying that it's not a good idea because like, basically. She's saying that the bugs took over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, during the, that time of the fire, because they were able to get through the fire, and died. The spores from them, uh, from their dead bodies, took over the jungle, and that's like the nat. Excuse me, the natural like um flow of things. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, to try to together work to get rid of the bugs or the toxic forest is not going to work. That's what the old lady's saying. Yeah, but nobody really like wants to join them because you know they just came in and killed the king. Yeah, but Nausicaa, who's like crazy. a little traumatized from like just killing those people, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. says that like this is what they have to do because it's the only way to stop people from dying. It's insane, honestly. So the heart, quote unquote, is definitely part of the giant warrior, and I think it's like the giant warrior growing. Yeah. So Kurtawa, who's this fucking asshole, <laughs> like he he has like a the whole time. Honestly, like they should have had Steve Buscemi voice him the way. Oh that my he god! Does. And he has like a sideways mouth, and he's always like, "Hey, should we kill these people? Like, let's just wipe them out." You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> and they're having a discussion because Kurtawa is basically saying, "Like, yeah, we, we were supposed to go back to Tomikia, but Kushan is like, we're not doing that now. We're gonna move on with a plan from here. We're gonna go to Pejite, and we're gonna take Nausicaa and also five hostages." Jesus. <laughs> so Nausicaa shows uh, Lord Yupa finally the uh the secret place that she wanted to show him yeah and what she was doing is she was keeping samples of spores so they go into this area and there's a bunch of spores in there and lord Yupa's like what the fuck like the way he finds it because like they can't find nausicaa they think that like she disappeared but like the uh the fox squirrel thing 
mm-hmm. um, like opens a door and brings him down there. Gotcha. So she's sitting there and she's saying that like she grew all these spores herself, so they're not poisonous, which mm-hmm. is interesting. Yeah. And she said that the soil is actually the poisonous thing. Got yeah. So they think so. that the spores are poisonous, but the only reason why the spores are poisonous is because like the way that the soil grows, it like causes the spores to be poisonous and spread all over. Yeah. So we got like a more like a bigger reveal of what's yeah, going on. Yeah, and it's not the spores causing it. And exactly. she's saying that like. Like, no He's matter like, what, all the, the soil is going to get poisoned. Like, even yeah. their soil there is poisoned. What were you going to say? Sorry. No, I was going to say that these old witches are honestly always, like, so woke in these movies. <laughs> they yeah, know yeah. everything. It's funny, Nausicaa is, <laughs> like, uh, like, she's, like, an old version of a crystal girl. Yeah, yeah. She's like, these spores. Like, uh, this is my cactus, and it evokes this meaning in yeah, my def- Yeah, I love. I definitely love how Studio Ghibli always has these very, like, nature-y themes. And I really it. like it's this cool. movie, honestly. Like, I know yeah. we're going to talk a little bit about, about it at the end, but I feel like, I was saying this when we were watching it, like, they should take some of these old old Ghibli movies and make new updated series could you imagine like give it like a 10 episode like run or 8 episode run and like really break into these like there's a lot of stuff in this movie yeah you know? no yeah it, it's, it's honestly like even like watching the whole thing like I, I understood it but like I, I had to like even like go back and like read some notes because I was like wow like so much happened in this movie that it's like you, you I'd really honestly need to be down to watch it again but in Japanese but after yeah we, we can probably more of these. facts Continue, um, yeah. So she says that she's given up, though, about, like, trying to figure out, like, between using the soil uh, with water from a certain area and, like, making all these non-poisonous plants, she was trying to yeah. figure out how to reverse it. But now that her dad is dead, she's just um, she's just going to give up. And she's also, like, like I was saying, traumatized by, like, the fact that she had to, that she killed those people who killed her dad. Exactly, yeah. A lot's going on for her. Yeah, so they left, like, uh, Kushana, Kurtawa, uh, Nausicaa. And, like, the five hostages and some of the hostages, like, there's this guy, I forget his name, but he has an eye patch and he's, like, basically, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. her friend. Like, like he loves her, but, like, in a way that's, like, like he, you know, he's, like, you're my princess, like, the princess of my, like, uh, you know, home place. Like, he's I love like you. He's, like, a fanboy, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, no, but he's also, like, he's a nice guy to her. He helps her yeah, all the time. No, they're he there. Is, he is. And they're in the cargo ship in the back. And uh, as they're, like, flying, uh, Nausicaa notices, like, poison gas lighting in the air, lightning in the air which oh no yeah it's a little weird and then they also all of a sudden get attacked by a gunship from Pejite. but it's like a really small gunship but because they're such big ships and they're trying to transport the part of the warrior um, yeah yeah it's it's hard to get this little ship out of the way and they were being attacked by surprise so exactly. they they blow up most of the ship the gunship and they also like blow up the ship Nausicaa is on <laughs> yeah we're just insane yeah. <laughs> and Nausicaa like is in the ship and she's screaming. She's like, um, she's like, you have to, st- you must stop. And then the person in the gunship all of, all of a sudden gets like, a v- he sees Nausicaa, yeah. but he sees somebody else. And like the person that he ends up seeing, which I don't know if like you would have known this when you're watching, but they do say it. So I'll just say it. It's yeah. his, it's him. It's that girl from before Lestelle. Okay. Yeah. And he sees Lestelle in Nausicaa for a second. And then he stops attacking and immediately disappears. So then Nausicaa, the eyepatch guy, and Kushana are in a gunship that they fly out of the ship in because there was a gunship in there. And mm-hmm. Kushana, like, they were just going to leave her to die, I guess. But, like, Nausicaa's <laughs> yeah. too nice, basically. No. So um, they go below the clouds and they find the ship that the other guys, the, the guys who complain a lot. I don't yeah. know what their names are either, but they <laughs> complain, complain a lot. lot. <laughs> yeah. And she takes... <laughs> She gets them like they're near they're near her and she's trying to be like hey just drop all of the uh, stuff off oh sorry I, I kind of let this part out but when they're around the poison spores they have to wear masks 
Yeah, she so has that, like a cool one too. Yeah, I they mean, all have like, like these weird mask. masks where they like they have like little things on the side that move as they're talking. Yes, <laughs> but like so they all wear masks, and she's wearing a mask right now when they're in the gunship. But um, she flies below the clouds to talk to these people, and because they're not listening to her, she takes off her mask and she's like telling them what to do, and they're like, "We'll do whatever you want. Just put your mask on, please, please." Oh my god, they don't want to. Yeah, yeah. So they they like do whatever she wanted. I think she wanted them to drop cargo out so they could land the ship. Mm -hmm. And they end up landing in the water. And then, like, they were like, all right, let's get out of here. And, uh, but immediately, Kushana, I can't say her name right, Kushana. Kushana. Pulls out a gun on Nausicaa. This fucking bitch. Gratatat. I literally, (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious. Uh, What what is, uh, she's young Draco. Young Draco. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, My notes here say, Kushana pulls a gun out on them. She's evil. <laughs> She's evil. <laughs> so Nausicaa is like basically taunting her. She's like, what, are you going to shoot a gun in the jungle? Get the bugs upset? Like, what are you fucking crazy? Yeah. Come on, bro. But. Oh. Uh, she just shoots at them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Nausicaa just continues the shit on her. She's like, you're pathetic. Like, what are you doing? You know, like, we're yeah. like basically we're trying to get out of here. And a bunch of Omu show up because of the gun. Yeah, because they're like, they're, like, attracted to noise. But Nausicaa is able to calm them. But then you kind of realize... Well, first of all, this weird thing happens. Remember yeah. at the beginning of the episode, we started off with that weird song, like, remember a while ago? That song starts playing, and then all the Omu that she calmed down send tentacles out and start touching her. Yeah, I don't know It's really weird. I don't know why that happened there, but it did. I guess they were just trying to get her energy or something. I don't know. So they go into, like, a vision of a tree and a girl singing. And then... uh Somehow she, like, gets a vision that the pilot from Pejite is still alive, like, from the vision. She gets that idea. Yeah. So now we get a scene of the pilot, whose name is Asbel, Shia LaBeouf. Um, he's <laughs> fighting off the bugs, but, like, he's having a hard time because he's obviously not Nausicaa. He's just trying to get away from them, and they're chasing after him. Yeah. But Nausicaa comes in and saves her, and she uh, saves him, and she uses, like, the bug, tr- the insect charm again, but like with a little sound or something like that, and gets mm-hmm. them to go away. And then we get a flashback of Nausicaa as a little kid, and her dad shows up, and uh, it's like her dad, and I think Lord Yupa, and also her mom. Yes. And they're she's just playing in like the fields or whatever, and they're like Nausicaa, like, uh, like ba- they don't say it, but basically they lead they lead her to a certain spot where she was harboring a small Omu, and uh, they end up taking it from her, and. Basically, she's really upset because, like, she's like, it's not going to hurt anybody. Like, why would you take this from me? Like, like it's a really traumatizing moment in her life. No, and yeah. Like, she's it, right, she's a deep connection with animals. Exactly. So, and yeah. nature in general. Yeah, exactly. So she wakes up from that dream and her and the Pujite pilot, uh, I'm sorry, Pejite pilot, I keep saying Pujite, <laughs> uh, are under the toxic <laughs> jungle. So for some reason in this area, they don't need to their masks to breathe. Yeah, and it's like it's like almost like there's like a big disconnect between like this bottom world and the upper world. Yeah, exactly. Like the soil in this area, because they are under the soil that's poisonous, they're near the soil that's not poisonous. Yeah, it's so it's like a, it's interesting. Yeah. yeah, it's a little confusing, but I'm sure it's like some like fucking comment on climate change or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. Or like pollution. Yeah. Um, get that shit out of our media. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so Lestelle, who is the girl from earlier, they say that she's dead, but we find out that she's Asbel's twin. Mm. Which is why he saw her in um, Nausicaa and, like, the reason why he stopped. Um, so they kind of, like, get into this, like, 
basically like pillow talk conversation about yeah. like the origin of the forest and how they like at least Nausicaa believes that the gu- the bugs are actually guarding these places to preserve the non-poisoned soil to pr- to help humanity survive. Yeah, so it's like the, the whole time, like, it's like, wow. They think it's <laughs> yeah, the bugs it's like, that are spreading the poisonous sores, but it's actually just, I mean, spores, but it's actually just, like, the soil being poisoned and that there's more soil underneath that they need to get to. Exactly. Which is interesting. Like, Nausicaa yeah. figures this all out on her own. So yeah, I don't know what Yeah, she's, like, a genius throughout this movie. Yeah, I know. So then we go to Yupa, and he's, like, scaling, like, the side of a building, I think, or something like that, and he's spying on where the warrior is. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Kushina is in prison, but Yupa tells oh, her. No. Yeah, right. Yupa tells her that they'll let him. They'll let. Excuse me. They'll let her out if they drown the warrior in the lake of acid, and she says that she can't do that. Which uh, I think it's mostly because like a lot of it's weird because they all don't realize it in the movie, but then they all have their own version of like you can't fuck with nature. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's her version of it, even though she's literally trying to burn down the forest. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. (laughs) So, some of the spores that they were originally, like, trying to get rid of survived, and, uh, and, like, uh, they're, they're unable to, uh, get rid of them, and now it's spreading, so, like, it's gonna be poisonous soon in the Valley of the Wind. Yeah. And, uh, Pejite is, like, completely messed up, like, it's all attacked. And the Pejite are fucked up. Like <laughs> they Damn. find they find Aspel and uh Nausicaa because like I think they return to the village and they're like, oh we're gonna help you guys. Like we know what's going on. Like like let's yeah. help you. And then they turn on them and oh, they're no. basically gonna arrest Nausicaa and they're trying to get like Asbel to help them, but he yeah. turns on them too, remember, and he ends up attacking them. Gotcha, gotcha. So the Pejai plan, this is why Nausicaa's upset, is that they're gonna lure the insects insects into the Valley of the Wind to fight the Tomikians there because they know they're there, and then they're gonna take the warrior from them. Mm-hmm. So Nausicaa is like clearly upset because, you know, fucking these people like took over her town and she let them because she thought that it would mean less fighting, and now these other people are literally luring the insects into them to kill her. Yeah. It's yeah, fucked yeah. up. It is fucked up. And, like, they're caught right in the middle. Like, the I guess it's because it's the Valley of the Wind. There's, like, you know, they're the middle space between all these other places. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like I said, Aspel, like, gets upset and tries to save her, and he literally, like, gets a gun and starts to shoot, but then, like, they just take the gun from him, and they don't get away. <laughs> <laughs> so... um. Kushana shows back up at the Valley of the Wind. I don't know how that happened. I, 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 maybe they didn't have Kushana. Oh, you know what? I think that they, uh, when I said they had Kushana in prison before, they actually had Kuratawa in prison. Okay, okay. Yeah, and they said they'll let him out if he drowns the warrior in acid. He said that he can't. That's it. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, <laughs> so Kushana shows up back at the at the Valley of the Wind, and she sees that the Valley of the Wind people are attacking the Tomikians mm-hmm. because, like, I don't know what happened. They basically got, like, triggered about the whole situation and started attacking them. And, like, if you remember, like, they were, uh, they took their tank and they pushed them back and then they broke the bridge and trapped them in a certain area and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Um, and Nausicaa, at the same time, is trying to escape the Pejite ship. But as she's trying to escape, the Tomikians attack the ship. Yeah. <laughs> she's it's just it's caught in the middle of this war, this poor girl. It is really crazy. So she gets away. Um, so it's like a two-hour like movie, right? Or like an hour and forty-five minutes, right? Yeah, like an hour fifty. It's yeah, honestly yeah. a shorter Ghibli, but I guess in the sense, yeah. Yeah. So she gets <laughs> away um, from the the ship. It's like very complicated how it happens. Like yeah. they're uh, 
there like alongside another ship and she finds like one of those like little gliders that she uses and then like gets out of the side of the ship and glides towards the valley of the wind mm-hmm. um and then it's funny because like yupa they the whole time they're like they're like yeah we love him we love him we love him and then there's these guards there the uh, i guess tomiki and guards and they try to fight him and they're like oh my god you're lord yupa if we kill you we'll be famous <laughs> <laughs> Damn. and he's like it is as like if you try and then kills them all basically or attacks them <laughs> so um the omu are attacking the valley at this yeah. point like the pejite plan is coming to fruition yes and nausicaa is flying towards these two pejite people and the and there's a guy there that the other guy is ordering to shoot Nausicaa. Mm-hmm. And at first I thought it was Aspel, and I was like, "What the fuck? Like he's like, oh, he turned on her already? I thought he just yeah, her. like already. <laughs> yeah, but um, <laughs> so he also sees Listel in her, and yeah. he can't shoot her then because like he's I don't know what the significance of Listel is. I guess I didn't really understand the character too much because she died so early. In but the, like, yeah, she but did all die these Pejai people like worship her, and for some reason Nausicaa is like in like. In Kingdom Hearts, I know you don't know this, but in Kingdom Hearts, yeah, there's these characters. You know, there's Sora, Riku, and and Kairi. Okay, yeah. And then there's these other three characters named uh, Terra, Aqua, and uh, I don't remember what the Sora one is. I'm, I'm sure I'll remember at some point. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, ne- uh, something Nexus. I don't remember. Uh, anyway, so they are about to die. And they basically connect their hearts with Sora's. And there's a bunch of people throughout the series that are connected with Sora. So, like, certain people will see those people inside of Sora. Yeah. So, it's kind of like this. Like, they, I think that she connected with Listelle right before she died. And that all these people see her inside of her. Very, gotcha. You know? Wow. And she's very similar to her, but, like, it's just because she's a girl. I don't know. Also, uh, we were watching with Izzy. Izzy will come on an episode soon. Yeah, definitely. Uh, about another Ghibli movie. But we were watching with her. And me and her both had the same idea that like this girl was like pantsless mm-hmm. at first because she's wearing oh, like yeah. this, like, it's like a, like skin color pants. Exactly. And, and she's like boots and then she has like her skirt. But she's going shirt. hard. She's like scraping down mountains. I was like, what's going on here? But she's <laughs> she's wearing leggings, don't worry. Yeah, it's cool. Um, so <laughs> he sees Listelle inside of her and he can't. But the other guy shoots her twice. Like a fucking asshole. Yeah, there's a lot Honestly, of crazy I shit. I was like, what's going on? Like she's yeah. really getting her ass kicked and she still doesn't <laughs> give up. It's no, insane. it's really awesome. So she falls into them, and um, <clears throat> she. F- but I guess she finds a small omu, and she offers to help it, even though she hit into them. Mm-hmm. And um, so nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So and so. Okay, this is what's happening. She hits into them, and there's a small omu, and it's running towards them, but it's in rage mode. Yeah. Okay. But also, they shot the omu, so it has open wounds, and it's running towards the the lake of acid. Mm-hmm. But yeah. she has open wounds too. Like in her feet, like on along her leg and stuff like it's that, and she's <laughs> trying to stop the Omu from going into Lake of the Lake of Acid because it will die if it goes into the Lake of Acid with open wounds. Yeah, but the Omu pushes her into the Lake of Acid while it's trying while she's trying to stop it, and she ends up getting the Lake of Acid into her open wounds. So it's really like she's like Jesus, you know what I mean? Like she's no, like, yeah. I'll take the sins for you. Like, do not do it, please. Like, whatever you do, like, just live your life sin free and i'll do everything you know exactly so <laughs> she you know nausicaa stopped it but she went to the lake herself and then um when she comes out of the lake though like the nomu calmed down once she realizes what nausicaa was doing for it uh the nom the omu i mean not nomu wraps its tentacles around her like beginning and uh 
Nausicaa starts to order these guys to bring her and the uh, the baby insect to the herd because she thinks that giving back the baby will stop it. I, I don't know if that's what will really happen. Yeah. So the herd of Omu are coming towards the Valley of the Wind, and the Tomikians are still there. And Kushana, as we know, has a giant warrior. It's funny because at this point we were all like, oh, yeah, the giant warrior, right? Like, I completely forgot. <laughs> yeah, from the beginning, exactly. And uh, Out tight, uh, Titan. <laughs> Kushana's like, we got to use it now. We got to use it now. And uh, Kurtawa's like, oh, it's not really ready. And she's like, no, we have to. And she summons it. And, like, <laughs> it's falling apart. Like, yeah. they're trying to fight the Omu. And, like, it uses this big fire move, which the warriors are what caused, I guess, the original Seven Days of Fire a yeah, thousand years ago. So, exactly. like, this is, it's kind of already weird having this here, but it uses a fire move, and it goes to hit all the bugs. And they're like, oh, my God, it hit them. We're like, fuck, yeah. And then, like, the fire clears, and all the bugs are still alive. Yeah. It's, and it's we should have known that because they survived the fire last time. So, so like, they're still there. Yeah. Um. So basically the warrior like literally does nothing to them and falls apart like disgustingly. Like there's blood and guts everywhere. It's horrible. And uh Nausicaa goes in the front and she gives the baby back to them, but they still end up just hidden into the village. The gotcha. Valley. So, you know. So Nausicaa, like she got shot and she also like went into the toxic lake. So at this point, like they basically Nausicaa's dead. <laughs> yeah. Like, they don't really say, like, they are all really upset that she's dead, but it's, like, kind of, like, what's happening. Yeah. And then we get this scene, which ties back from, like, all the other times we've seen this scene with the tentacles recently. And it's that la, 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 la song. And all the tentacles from the bugs, like, wrap her and, like, basically, it seems like they heal her, but they don't really. It's just, yeah. like, metaphorically. It's and really, what we get from it's a cool this, scene though, it's really cool. What we get from this is that the man and the blue man of prophecy this whole time has been Nausicaa because when she comes back up with the tentacles, she her is, outfit is completely blue. Yeah, it's like the whole time she was that she was the exactly. It's so cool. Like, they the it's funny because the only the the witch is blind by the way, whatever her name is. Oh, yeah, Obama. Obama. She's blind, and she's like, "Oh my God, Nausicaa is the blue man of prophecy." I'm like, "How do you know that? You can't even see." <laughs> blue woman and then she's, Ghibli. No. Yeah, that's true. and then she was like <laughs> she's like child like person next to her please child. describe what's happening to me <laughs> like she she has a feeling so something's pop, pop yeah but off. she can't see it yeah and like you know nausicaa basically brings nature back to like its natural course yeah and i guess she saves all of them and like honestly it's it really seems nice like she ending, lives yeah. the way it ends but I was kind of reading online and it says that she's probably dead. Yeah, like you can interpret that as like she kind of sacrificed herself, I guess, for the cause. But it was a it was a hard war, but you know, like she basically came through and did everything that she could and like helped save the entire world. Yeah, it's and really like, cr- it's really good, honestly. Uh, yeah, I love Nausicaa's character. Like I've said a lot, like she's she's like strong woman type, but like oh yeah, not, like course. too aggressive. Like she's still like she's like the perfect mix between like soft spoken and aggressive. Yeah. Like, she's stern, I guess, you know? Exactly, yeah. And even from the beginning, like... It's really cool. She d- did whatever she wanted and, like, was working towards helping them the entire time. Yes. And, you know, like, the signs are there. Like, the fact that she was creating the non-poisonous version of all the plants. She found all that stuff out about the soil. She was, like, constantly speculating about what... um created the issue and then like all the bugs were able to and animals and everything were able to like connect with her on a different level yeah they all knew i feel like but it was kind of like who would have thought that that's actually true exactly 
I kind of uh, like the ending, honestly. It's probably it's probably like my favorite part. Like I just think like I don't know. It's just like different than like a normal Ghibli movie, but I think it's like a, a really cool theme about nature. Like I I I really enjoy um like the Studio Ghibli movies that like are more in, into that like Princess Mononoke. Like it it definitely like gives me a lot of those vibes. But like she, I think she's like I think like you know with different characters. I just think you know just the themes made maybe. I like more, how this is like really implied cool. future because it's a thousand years in the future, quote unquote. But yeah, like, it's it definitely is in, the in the future from us. You know, like a hundred percent. Yeah, I I really and, like how it's like that. But like, like it's like it's a, so a, weird. Apocalypto. Like all their outfits are so different. Like the Tomikians have like those big like night like outfits and then yeah like they're sort of like based off of like older vibes but like in like a modern like yeah and you know like what i mean like, like a future thing like, yeah the pejite are like like medieval and then like the valley of the wind people are like a different type of medieval yeah yeah like a exactly kingdom. it's so cool mm-hmm. and i think i like the parts like i like a couple parts but i i especially like the part where like they come in they attack the village and they kill her dad and then she like lashes out but then realizes that's wrong to lash out yeah, it's actually like a great like lesson. It's yeah, a nice little, I mean, like, like you know, like if somebody killed my dad in front of me like that, like I'd probably like I don't know if I'd kill them too, but like if I was in this position, rage, <laughs> if I was in this position where like killing people is like nothing, like how it is in Nausicaa, then yeah, yeah I probably would do it still. No, yeah, but, totally. Yeah, I like that part a lot, and then I also like, um, like how her and Aspel like bonded really quickly but they weren't like romantically involved yeah you know yeah. Like, it, it, was, it wasn't really like that i don't think they had time to even do that in this movie yeah but i don't even <laughs> think like it was never even like you know like in some movies they don't have like time for it but they imply it the whole time mm-hmm. and like look back like it's kind of implied also but slightly yeah but yeah. like this was not implied they just worked together like really well from the beginning and it just i don't know i like it i like that yeah. it's not like although it's nature and uh, like spiritually nature or whatever it's not like princess mononoke where it's like or other other Ghibli movies where it's like let's go into the forest and we'll see those little elf things and then we'll see like yeah, the spirit exactly. of the forest. You know, it's like no, this is like the prophecy of like saving humanity and from a post apocalyptic world. Yeah, honestly, I think it's maybe a slightly le- lesser known Ghibli, but definitely something that you, anybody who's listening, I would su- definitely su- watch it. Suggest, if, yeah, if you haven't. Um, yeah, especially if you're into Ghibli as well. So, so. really quick, we didn't give look back or uh rating so what would you give it out of 10 i mean i'm just like really super into like uh takasuki's like art you know i've read fire punch I, i'm obsessed with chainsaw man and like i read his one shot and i really love this one so i'm definitely gonna give it like a nine like okay. I, I, th- I thought it was a really good story um no i agree honestly i thought you were yeah. gonna give it a 10 honestly but uh yeah honestly I think it's, maybe it's, i should but i just think it's i wouldn't a call good it like lesson perfect stuff. but it's like it's so like it's such a nice little story like it literally yeah. wraps up quickly and like it's not like heavy heavy like i read it in like 10 minutes mm-hmm. so yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, you you could read this real real quick but you should definitely like focus on like the art and like the images and stuff because like, yeah there's some really and cool read pictures. a couple times probably together yeah that's what i did too so, so with nausicaa i'll give it like yeah how do you i feel? honestly think this is my favorite uh ghibli movie and i think I've you've seen. seen most of them i've seen a lot of them there's a yeah. i've seen the cat Poco, a few oh yeah why well, <laughs> best one yeah it's kind <laughs> of, no but it's, i really think this is like though. my favorite one i don't know it has like a lot of word build, world building in it like all those things that we were complaining about when we were taking notes watching it about how it's like oh she has a short sword and she has a <laughs> it's like it's nice like no, they were yeah, able to put that cool. stuff in and it doesn't matter that much but then when you see the items later you're like oh i know what this is like she was no, she's had it the whole time Yes, definitely. And, like, I, I, I give it, like, a 9, too, honestly. Like, really? I like it better than, like... 
I mean, Totoro. we did we did rate these because we do like them. So yeah, well, I, I mean, honestly, uh, this <laughs> is okay, one I, I literally went in blind. You know, like yeah, that, I, that is true. not that I would have known I'd like. I think it I much. suggested it. No, yeah. or yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you definitely should see this one. Yeah. So, so listen, like we don't always give good ratings to things just because we like them. We didn't. We'll even rate something bad. This. Okay. Okay. We'll rate something <laughs> that we, we don't like. Yeah. Give us. Give us this. We'll watch the Death Note live action. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll do a review on that. That that'd be hysterical. All right. Well, <laughs> so. I honestly, it went a lot better than I thought it was going to go with, with Nausicaa. We got through a lot yeah, of the movie. Yeah, we did. Um, so you can follow us. Oh, wait. Hold on a second, actually. Give me some Panther. Make a stand-up joke, Chris. I don't know. A stand-up joke? Oh, God. Don't put me on the spot here. <laughs> okay, I won't. But All right. Yeah, th- thank you guys for uh, listening, honestly. Yeah, it, I hope you uh, like these ideas of like a second episode, and then maybe we yeah. could do like some little clips and stuff. We'll see. Um, you um, can follow us on Twitter and Instagram uh, at snack underscore bar underscore pod. Oh, yeah. You can follow me follow. on Twitter at just underscore legends. You can follow me at, in, on well, at, but on Instagram at Chrissy underscore bracelets. So Hashtag definitely. underscore gang underscore yeah. gang. <laughs> <laughs> um, we will be back this week. Uh, I don't know how we're going to do this. Um, yeah, we'll see. Oh, well, actually, no, not this week, but... Uh, the weekend of Easter. Yes, we might do um, a two-part where we do the leak version of Jujutsu Kaisen and My Hero, and then do <laughs> Sakamoto Days and Ayashima a little later because I'm going to be away. Yeah. We'll see. Um, but yeah, for now, thanks for listening, guys, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. We out. Thank you. <laughs>